0: Well, my friends, the time has come. Raise the roof and have some fun. Throw away the work. Let the music play on, play, on, play on, everybody sing, everybody dance. Lose yourself in wild romance. We're going to party, corral, fiesta forever. Come on and sing along. We're going to party, corral, fiesta forever. Come on and sing along all night long. Looking for a canable Mama's in the backyard learning how to jive and whale Oh you gotta jump jather Then you well you gotta jump driving Then you well you gotta jump jabin' Then you will you gotta jump divin' Then well. you really gotta jump driving Then you're well. you will But a man Woman is a woman And a man ain't nothing but a man One good thing about him He knows how to jive and well Jack and Jill went up the hill To get a pail Jack and Jill went up the hill To get a pail Jill stayed up She wants to learn how to jive and well Oh, you gotta Just jive and then you wear you jump down. Then you wear jump you got jump down. Then you wear you jump you wear jump you jump down. Then you wear you jump down. Then you wear jump Then you wear you 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 we're to jump past. And we're jump we jump we
1: Well, hello, and good evening. Welcome to The Pulse here in downtown Anderson, surrounding Anderson, around Anderson. Anyway, we know where we're at. Here we are, first week of February, and it's cold outside. I know, because I was clearing the driveway when I got home. (laughs) We all wanted some snow. guess what? I think we got it here. <laughs> got a few text messages saying, hey, it's snowing. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of flurrying up here in Fairbanks, which is where I was today. And definitely uh, came down, found my nice berm in front of the driveway and had to clear that mess. All righty, peeps, let's get this show a rockin'. First of all, I want to thank you all for joining us here tonight. We do have a special guest, our resident fish guy, going to give us a little talk tonight. Got some stuff to go over first. Let's get some of the announcements out of the way. Uh, let's see here. I found my glasses again. Hey, this time I found them right away. That's a good start. Okay, just a reminder that uh, community testing is going on at the Tri Valley Community Center. Um, let's see, it was actually today, nine thirty a.m. to twelve thirty p.m. Mondays, nine thirty a.m. to twelve thirty p.m. and Wednesdays to four thirty to six thirty p.m. And of course, that's at the Tri Valley Community Center in Healy. Also, just a reminder, we are doing testing here for COVID again in and Anderson. And that is from on Wednesdays. Uh, So far that has not changed and I don't foresee it changing anytime soon. Free testing here in Anderson for COVID. And those that want to get tested, of course, uh, you may show up on Wednesdays from 1 to 2 p.m. at the Anderson School. And that'll be happening right there in front of the... Anderson School Library. So just a reminder, Wednesday's here uh, in Anderson from 1 to 2 p.m. Also, uh, to get this out one more time here, uh, the uh, vaccinations are happening right now. Uh, Vaccinations, there's actually a big, giant one that is happening at the Carlton Center in Fairbanks tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, that is February 5th, and they had over 800 appointments that were available, and I don't know how much that uh, still, uh, um, how many are left, I should say, of those appointments, but I do have a phone number here. Let me get that for you. We do have the phone number for that. As I find what I did with it here? Phone number for that is 646-3322. And that is tomorrow, February 5th. And like I said, that's at the Carlson Center up in Fairbanks. Once again, that phone number is 646-3322. And also, they're also doing vaccinations in Healy. If you want to get a uh, scheduled appointment for that, you can call 455 four, five, six, seven extension 2000 and let them know that, uh, you want to be scheduled for Healy. Also, we do have some other things coming up. Uh, Anderson city council will be meeting, uh, next Tuesday. Uh, of course that's scheduled on a monthly basis on the second Tuesday of the month. If you can become a part of that, um, of course, the information is on the Anderson website. Uh, they are doing it remotely right now. And if you can, please make an effort to do that and uh, give them their support. Let's see here. Also, add one more here and to throw out there. Uh, let's see here. Looks like we lost our andersonologist tonight, so I can just kind of throw that up there. What's going on? Uh, Let's see here. Current temperature right now is minus 26. It is chilly. We did get a cold snap real quick. Uh, Temperature dropped very quick out there. Make sure that you are careful if you're going out there. I got home around a little after four, of course, and had to clear the driveway. And it did get cold real quick. Just a reminder, be careful. The elements are out there right now, and we are seeing some colder weather. Okay, looks like a question out there. uh, Just got thrown up. If you're in quarantine, can you still get the test? Um, I would imagine so. Uh, Don't quote me on that. But, um, oh, there you go. There's your answer. The answer is yes. Uh just threw that out there. Answer is yes. So if you are in quarantine, yes, you uh you can go ahead and get the test. And reminder that is uh on Wednesdays here on Anderson from one to two PM. All righty. Other than that, um we did get some snow today, so it looks like uh we may get uh, working uh, I'm sure Miss Uh Karen Southwood from the hood is gonna get working on the Challenge course for the kids over there at the Lions Club ball field. And uh, it's definitely shrank since our last snow. But it looks like she's got a little bit to play with now and can get things moving. All righty. Tonight, we do have a special guest. It's going to be Kevin Fraley. Uh, actually, before we get that rolling here, I want to make sure, is there any other announcements we need to get out there? You're welcome to put them in the chat box up there and I can throw that out. And, uh, or you can also call in. Let me open the phone lines here. The app lines are open right now. And let me also throw out the direct line here to the Pulse in case you want to call in that way. Let's see here. I can throw that on the screen here. Direct line here to the Pulse, 360-207-0477. And, of course, you can always... Uh, during the week anytime you can give that number a call and uh, if i don't answer you can leave a message also you can get a hold of me via email for the pulse here the email for the pulse is the and at gmail.com and you're welcome to get your questions and comments uh, Sent over to me, and I can see what I can do about it. Also, another big shout out to everyone uh, here in Anderson that came together uh, in the uh, Anderson with Love. Uh, the f- meal drive was excellent. Um, also, another shout out to Miss Chris Caps who put us in the newspaper. Um, all the support that we're getting for that right now is just amazing. Uh, the feedback that we're getting from our community and even outside our community, we're receiving, uh, I know for myself and a few others that are a member of us that have, uh, volunteered to get this thing up and rolling, have made a huge impact out there. And, um, it's uh i've been hearing you know from healy uh i've heard from ninana and of course uh, a few others here and there um we were spotted in the in the newspaper so yes thank you miss chris uh, appreciate all you do and all the support you give us here in anderson and the pulse uh really appreciate it so yeah someone just threw out yes because uh she loves to brag it, bragging us uh, Definitely. Well, we appreciate it. We definitely do. We're doing some amazing things here in Anderson. Uh, a lot of the community is coming together. Like I say in you know previous shows, there's a lot of things happening in the background right now that's going to uh, really start to bring us together. And as uh, soon as I'm at uh, get confirmations on these things, I'll make sure and get them out on the air. And that's all because of you out there. Um, the Anderson community, we, we've got some beautiful people here definitely do. Uh, and as I always say on the show, make sure you, uh, you know, get a smile out to them. Uh, uh thank those people that are here making Anderson, uh, run so smoothly. Uh, of course our, you know, I'm going to shout out for them again. Uh, we've got our principal, principal, Eric, uh, Miss Chantel in the office, Of course, uh, all our teachers there and uh, our students alone, just to be so resilient and um, bouncing between uh, uh, in-school and distance learning. They deserve a lot of credit right now. Um, We've got a lot to deal with, with what's happening with the COVID situation. And, you know, we got a lot of people in the background, like I said, that Make our lives wonderful here in Anderson, you know. From of course uh, the city office, you know, Miss Trista in there, to Miss Christie in the DMV, you know, to our post office, and of course to our mayor, who uh, you know does plenty in the background to keep our uh, our little community rolling. We also have EMS, we have fire here, you know. Those are definitely ones that uh, are first responders that don't want to be left without being noticed. All righty. So from me and here from the pulse, thank you all. You are most appreciated. You know, we really appreciate everything you guys do. All righty. Let's get on with the show here tonight. We do have special guest Kevin Fraley, our uh, fish guy, and we're going to do a little fish talk tonight and get things rolling. Then, of course, we're going to go into an open forum after that. And uh, let's have some fun tonight. I do believe we deserve it. We definitely deserve it. Um, It's just that time. All right, Mr. Kevin, I see you on there. If you're ready to get some fish talk going, go ahead and call in on the line. And let's get this thing rolling here. Hey, good evening,
2: hey. Kevin. Welcome to The Pulse again. Hey, Brett. Thanks for having me on. You bet.
1: Hey, good to good to talk to you. You get any fishing in lately? Tell
2: me about it. No, it's it's been so cold. I just haven't gotten out much. I,
1: I know. I was wondering if you were going to get out or not and uh, see. If, yeah, we did kind of get cold awfully quick, but... There is some warmer temps coming in the future in the next week or so. It's showing that uh, we're supposed to bounce back a little. And uh, hopefully those days will be back. But uh, let's do this. So tell me what we're yeah. going to talk
2: about tonight. Well, tonight I think we'll talk about uh, some she-fish, which are probably my favorite uh, fish to go out and catch. They're just a really neat fish. So I'm excited to to um, you know spin some yarns about that tonight. Okay. Well, let's rock
1: it uh start off tell us what a she fish is and what do they look like and that sort of thing and go for it
2: okay absolutely yeah so again if you know folks aren't aware i'm a fisheries ecologist with the wildlife conservation society in fairbanks and um you know so i just i do all sorts of fisheries research in alaska mostly in western alaska um but I, you know love visiting Anderson for fishing and um, you know the natural area down there and the people are really cool so that's why I tune into the show and, and try to be a part of your guys's wonderful community. so um, yeah so for for the shefish, um, so a little bit about I'm not sure exactly why they're called that you know so the, the Alaska native um, or the Inupiaq word for shefish is uh, CSII. So perhaps that's kind of a derivative of that you know. In the past, people would hear Alaska natives calling you know these fish sea, and so they would kind of think of them as "she fish." But they also have um, a couple other names. Like it seems like almost every fish in Alaska does; they've got multiple names. Yeah. And so um, they're also known as Inconnu, which is spelled I N C O N N U, and that's how they're um, usually referred to, like in scientific literature or in the like the world um, uh, fishing records. Um, IGFA is the, the group that, that hold or that, um, I guess collects the, the record fish sizes. And so they use that word for them, even though in Alaska, we pretty much widely use she fish. And right. then some people kind right. of, some people like to call them the tarpon of the North, which I think is a really cool name. Um, you know, if you're familiar with tarpon, they're kind of uh, tropical fish. You find them like in Florida and the Caribbean and stuff. And they've got this big bucket mouth and big scales and they're very silvery and they look pretty similar to she fish, you know, she fish have this big kind of bass mouth, you know, it's really wide, it, they can um, really open their mouth wide to, to eat just about anything. And then they've got these really large silvery scales, kind of a, a deep bodied fish. So they're a very unique fish. And uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I really like catching them and, and just seeing them. They're just a pretty cool fish that, you know, only a few places in the world you find them. So, yeah
1: brad's poking at you already he he actually got ahead of it before i did what about the he fish (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. when i was gonna jump on that one and you beat me to it (laughs) i don't know it's a good one he fish
2: (laughs) uh not that i know of probably i mean maybe somewhere (laughs) that could be (laughs) Uh, you gotta feel sorry for the you gotta yeah. feel sorry for the the male she fish, right?
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, you just may in you may come across the he fish in Alaska.
2: You just never know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Kevin.
2: Okay, yeah. So so these, these she fish are actually whitefish. Um so you know, you you may have seen like on drying racks or in kind of sloughs and stuff, the smaller whitefish species, like round whitefish, broad whitefish, humpback whitefish. Um, or they, they usually have like really small mouths. They kind of stay down deep and eat stuff in the bottom of the rivers or lakes, usually like small stuff. Um, so these, these shefish are whitefish like those ones, but they're much different in their looks and what they eat. And so they've got that giant mouth compared to other whitefish, which have pretty tiny mouths. And yeah. um, fish actually go after their predatory. They go after other fish for the most part. Um, or in, you know, sometimes they'll go after like invertebrates too, like shrimp or other things. Cause they, they go out to, you know, along the coast sometimes. So they're encountering marine invertebrates a lot too. Um, uh, yes. but mostly they're going after smaller fish, like, oh, anything they can get their hands their, their mouths on really, they're very voracious and, uh, you know, kind of like pike they'll, they'll go after anything that moves. So, um, yeah. And they're found uh, in the Cuscoquim drainage, the Yukon drainage, the Selawik, and the Kobuk. So not a, not a lot of rivers that uh, where they're at, and um, they, but you can also find there are also our populations over in Russia and then also in Northwest Canada. So those are kind of the areas where they're at. Um, and uh, yeah, the Kobuk and the Selawik are kind of the best known rivers in Alaska for them. And um, that's where a lot of people go to, to, to fish for them if you want to target them. But there are quite a few in the Yukon too in different tributaries, and I'll talk about that. Um, the Cuscoquim as well, but you know, fewer people go out there for them. So, um, and yeah, these fish, some of them are anadromous. So some of them go out to saltwater, like I said, and they don't go very far out, but they'll stay like in, you know, part, partly saltwater, um, areas, like especially estuaries, lagoons, and they can overwinter there or, you know, they, they can find a lot of good food there. So Kotzebue sound is a, a big place where a lot of, of she fish end up for the winter, um, feeding and kind of overwintering, and you know pretty much all the fish from like the Selawik and the Kobuk River end up in, in Hotham Inlet and Kotzebue Sound um, for the winter so but the yukon the Yukon River populations um, there's not as much known about them, but many of them I think it's believed that they don't go out to see those ones so that there's a kind of a variety of of uh, strategies that these fish have over their life histories and they can live for more than thirty years, especially in the like the further north streams where they just grow really slow but live a long time, and um, and they spawn not not always every year, but they you know they'll they go up the rivers um, into the upper sections, and then there's big groups of them, and they kind of broadcast spawn is what it's called. So there's certain areas where where they go to spawn, and um, there's not many areas, so there it's it's very important to know where they're spawning because um, that little spawning population is probably the only reproduction that's going on for these fish. They're kind of strange in that way that they're kind of picky about where they, they go to spawn. So, right. Yeah. So that's some of the, the biology about them and then just some trivia. So the, the state and world record is uh 53 pounds and that's from the paw river, which is a tributary of the Cobuck. So we've got our, unlike the coho salmon with the uh, yeah. 53 pounds. Yeah. So unlike the, uh, the coho salmon that, which was, you know, the world record was from New York. At least we got the the world record she fish. So that's good. Right. <laughs> um, and that was, uh, that was caught, you know, a long time ago, 1986, I believe, um, that record, but, um, there's still big ones out there. Uh, and, and the cobuck is known for those really large ones. Um, and then if you, if you want to get like a trophy certificate, like I've talked about for some of the other species, um, if you catch a fish that's 30 pounds or larger, you get your trophy catch and release or trophy certificate. And, uh, so you could bring that into fishing game and have them get it weighed and then get your certificate to put on the wall. That's a pretty darn big she fish. Um, you know, I've never caught one that big and I've, you know, floated one of the best rivers well, probably the best river in the world to catch them. The Kobuck, and never got anything that, that close. So that's a pretty tough trophy certificate to catch. Um, right. also in the catch and release certificate, uh, is 45 inches which is a gigantic fish as well so that would be a challenging one to um to attain the, the trophy certificate for either the catch and release or, or catch and keep ones there for the right. she fish are um, they in so the area, area they are and i'll talk about that that's next okay. on the list here is kind of places where we can find them in the area um okay. so i'll just jump into that and yeah so in the area here they're like i said there's like it's not as reliable to find them as if Um, You went to the Kobuk or the Selawick River, but they are in the Tanana River and you can find them um, in the river, any of the sloughs, any of the, the Clearwater tributaries. Um, There's not uh, really any known spawning populations in, in these rivers near us that I know of. Um, Maybe I missed some things in the literature or they, you know, but I I don't think they have a good handle on where those fish are spawning, but they're especially in the spring and the early summer that you can find them um, in our area. Uh, So like, you know, you can find them in the Chena river, the Salcha river, I assume you could probably find them in the lower Ninana River near sloughs and stuff there. You know, I have friends that take their jet boat downriver from Fairbanks towards Ninana and then hit sloughs where they find the shefish. So um, they're, you know, they're near, the, they, they stay near the main river, I think the main Tanana, but they're in the, the sloughs. They kind of duck in there um, just like pike to, to feed on whatever might be in there and, and take a little break from the silt. So definitely right. in your guys' areas, it's worth looking around, especially in early summer you know, throwing uh, some spoons or whatever in, in the sloughs that are attached to the Tandon Odyssey if you might catch a she fish. So, okay. Um, also, also, Minto Flats has a pretty good population um, and the Chattanooga River. And so if you can get out to Minto, you can actually, um, you know, sometimes you can pretty reliably catch them, especially the folks uh, at the village. They, uh, you know, they put out their, their nets for subsistence fishing and they catch quite a few, it sounds like. Um, as well as other whitefish species, but that's pretty close to, to you all. And and uh, there's a good, pretty good population of she fish there. Um, yeah. yeah uh, and then, you know, like I said, the Ninana river, I'm not sure, you know, I could see them going up, you know, the Teclanica little ways or into any of the sloughs near the mouth of the Ninana. I'm sure they're, they're in there. Um, you know, it's probably just not lots of them, but uh, yeah. if you kind of had a jet boat and you were kind of poking around in the spring or summer, you probably would find some if you spent enough time. So, Okay. Uh, so definitely worth a look in your guys' area and then of course other places to find that would be like the kobuck river the koyakuk river has uh, some big spawning populations um the selawick and the kuskokwim if you wanted to like do a fly out trip to find them but they are around in the area they're just not super um not super abundant um they're like uh, here around fairbanks we do like we had, do have i'm not gonna you know give away the the fishery too much, but there is a pretty reliable um, places to get them in the spring and early summer. And uh, a couple of the photos I threw up on the, uh, the pulse page this evening show um, some of those, those early spring she fish in our area. Okay. So um, yeah. And so that's where to find them. I'll just get it. The regulations are really easy for these she fish. So for our Tanana area here, um, yeah. it's just two per two per day, no size limit. You just, but you do have to follow that uh, like the, the hook gap Um, regulations as we talked about in the previous shows where you can't use bait on a hook unless there's a three quarter inch gap between the the point and the shank. And then there's uh, restrictions on treble hooks too. They have to be a certain size. So that's uh, pretty much all you have to worry about for that. It's pretty simple for the Tanana, Um, for the Yukon and the Kobuk. It's even simpler. If you happen to go out to any of those more remote rivers, it's just 10 fish per day, no size limit. And there's fewer restrictions on your, your hooks and that sort of thing out there. So okay. that's nice. Nice and simple regulations compared to some that we've talked about, like the rainbow trout and the and the salmon.
1: How about um I there's a question up there. Is there any in auto lake in Healy that you know of? Someone just threw a question up there. Um, like Miss Robin. No, I
2: wouldn't think I wouldn't think there would be, because uh, they, they pretty much need to be if they're in a lake, they would need to the lake would need to be connected to the river. And that's pretty far oh, up the Ninana right. too. You know, like I don't see them swimming up in there. It gets real cold and glacial and those big rapids, um, up that yeah. way. So yeah. I don't think they would go up that far. Um, but I could be wrong, but okay. yeah, usually you're only, you're not going to find like a, a population in a lake that is not connected to a river. Most of the time they've got to ah. have that river to spawn in. So I know that uh, fishing game, like maybe in the seventies, they tried to, um, stocks them, I think, in Harding Lake, and they never took in there. Obviously, there's no none that um, survived in there because they just don't have anywhere to spawn. There's no inlet or or outlet for right. them to spawn. So, okay, yeah, good, uh, interesting question. Though I, I don't know if maybe I, Robin's I, heard I, heard that they're in there or something. But. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, she said it's pretty shallow too there in that yeah. lake. I know that fishing game stocks um, Auto Lake with uh, the rainbows and, and salmon every year, so. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if there's many native fish in there. You'd think there'd be some grayling or lake chubs or something that were in there before they started stocking it, but who knows? Right. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so I went over the regulations um, so I can talk a little bit about the fishing gear for them. I recommended gear and then where to kind of look for them, if that sounds good. Yep. Do it, do it. Yeah. So, you know, they're excellent fighters. They're great eating too. Um, if you ever get a chance to eat some, they're, they're really good whether you smoke them or they're kind of almost like halibut, a nice white meated fish. That's real firm. And if you're, so that's why people love to go after them, although it is, you know, tough to find them. But um, so if you're fishing for them, you're going to want a very stout spinning rod with probably 15 plus pound test. Um, and you know, I would recommend probably a, a wire leader too, just because you're if you're fishing somewhere where there might be she fish, there's probably going to be pike too. They kind of right. o- occupy the same habitat, so I would have that wire leader on there just so you don't lose gear or lose a big pike. Um, yeah. And then for a fly rod, I would use an eight weight or larger, uh, depending on where you are too. Like when I went on the the Cobuck float that I did a few years back, I brought my ten weight rod because I knew there was potentially fish up to. 50 pounds, right? The, the state record size. So right. you would definitely want a really large rod for that. I didn't catch anything, you know, near that size. Probably the biggest was 15, 20 pounds, but it was nice to have that heavier rod, um, especially in like fast current and that sort of thing to, to bring them in. But yeah, eight weight fly rod or bigger. And then a very stout spinning rod, something you'd use for like a, a salmon, like a sockeye or a, a coho salmon, um, yeah. I would say for them because they are good fighters. they'll, they'll, they're pretty powerful and they'll jump and stuff. So, so that's the gear recommendations. Um, and then yeah, for like uh, terminal tackle, I would use large spinners or big spoons, something big and flashy. These fish, if you find them, they're going to hit pretty much anything. They're not picky and they've got those giant mouths. So, um, right. they'll go after anything. They're, they're very aggressive. Um, especially in the, the spring and the early summer when they're really hungry. So yeah, I found that, um, dark colors are really good when you're in like, uh, like if you're fishing a Ninana Neen- or a Neenana or Tanana slu, it's going to be probably a little bit silty or a little bit colored up those dark colors for whatever reason, show up better in the, the siltier water. So the, like a dark black spinner or something with some silver would be a good bet, um, yeah. for those areas. Yeah. Um, but if you get cleaner water, something like a, a little bit of silver or green is good. Um, you know, some like a big pixie is a pretty much an ideal, um, a bit of tackle for these she fish. Cause you can cast it really far. It sinks really good and it's big. The fish can see it from a long ways away. Um, so like when we, when I went, um, uh, on the Kobuck fly fishing, we would use a large spoon, like a pixie to kind of, I guess we called it a prospecting for the she fish cause we weren't sure when we would start running into them. So we just tossed the spoon around. Cause you can co- cover a lot of water with that. And once right. we started right. catching the she fish on the spoon, then we switched over to fly rods. Um, but yeah, that the, just a big spoon like that is good. If you're if you're fly fishing, you can go with really large streamers with the, like metal cone heads or metal eyes, which is nice. It gets it to sink a little bit. Or you can put some little lead weights on there. And just like the uh, the spinning tackle, you want like a darker colored streamer in turbid water or silty water. If you have tannic water, like in the China, um, where it's kind of brown colored or the Salcha, then you can use white that really uh, stands out well in those sorts of, of rivers. Mm-hmm. And then if you have clear water, you can pretty much use any color um, and they'll go after it. And so the places to look for these fish is kind of dependent on season and um, the spring and early summer, it can be good with those, you know, in those sloughs kind of away from the main river. Cause the river is probably going to be pretty high and, and dirty. And so these fish are sneaking out into the like, clear sloughs and, and tributaries to kind of get away from that and, and, to, and, and to ambush fish, especially um, out migrating Chinook salmon. The, the she fish love those. So they're kind of hanging out, you know, waiting for those fish to, to be swimming down river so they can have a nice meal. Um, so the, that's good anywhere, you know, little fish might be swimming out anywhere you have some clear water tributaries to those silty waters and they can be found throughout the summer um, in our area but it kind of slows down later in the summer. And then the fall usually isn't good because that's when they go to spawn. And since we don't really know where they spawn in our area, um, or I don't anyway, I wouldn't know really where to go to find them, but they kind of disappear at that time because they're all off somewhere spawning. And unless you, you know, unless you're on the Kobuk or the Selawik where, you know, um, near, you know, kind of the locations where they're going to be spawning, then you can find a ton of them and it's really good, but it doesn't really happen that way on the, the Tanana.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. So that's, that's where to look for them. Um, You know, in in Western Alaska too, folks catch them through the ice uh, and the rivers near the coast or, or actually even out in like the salt and brackish water sometimes. So if you're ever out there in the winter, you know, if you happen to go out to watch like the Iditarod finish or something, I don't know that you might try a little ice fishing out there. I've I've always wanted to to check that out. It'd be kind of cool to catch a she fish through the ice. So so yeah, that's that's pretty much most of what I had. You know, I, um, okay. I I will mention that. So our you know our Midnight Sun Flycasters Club actually we have um, one of our uh, local um, fisheries biologists. He's an expert, uh, Randy Brown. He works for the Fish and Wildlife Service. Um, he used to live out in the bush. He's kind of a local legend around Fairbanks. But he's going to be talking about she fish research that he's done on the Yukon um, next Wednesday for our meeting at six thirty p.m. So. If you okay. haven't checked out the the Midnight Sun Flycasters Facebook page. You can find info on that that meeting. Right. I think it'll be a,
1: make sure you share it on the Pulse page too.
2: Okay, yeah, I'll sh- I'll share that event. It should be really good. Um, you know, Randy's um, one of those guys that's just really uh, good at everything. He's been ar- around for decades. He does some really good fish research and he's really well grounded in, in the outdoors and stuff, you know, from all his time living in the bush, he spent a lot of time living out on the, the Yukon flats, you know, in a remote area. So he's a pretty right. cool guy. Um, so I highly recommend people tune in for that. And he also does like, um, you know, the folk school in Fairbanks, they, they do like classes and stuff. He actually does the birch bark canoe class, which is pretty cool. So he's got a lot of really useful skills and knowledge. Um, but yeah, that's next Wednesday at six thirty PM for the midnight sun flycasters meeting over zoom and, um, yeah, that's about all I'll say, you know, it is, if people are interested, um, in, in flying out and, you know, getting a she-fish, obviously the cobuck is good. And if anybody has any questions about floating that definitely hit me up because I've, um, you know, done a fly in float for on that river and it's a pretty cool way to go. If somebody wants to, to get out and, and see the, the best she-fish river in the world, basically. Well, so yeah. certainly hit me okay. up if you have any interest in that sort of thing. And, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Maybe uh, open up to questions, and then we can talk a little bit about, I think I'm going to drop by on Saturday for a little bit of ice fishing and drone deployment at your guys' railroad pond there.
1: Oh, okay. In Round Pond. I know everyone's kind of excited about that, wanting to know what we got (laughs) in there. (laughs) All right, floor's open. Does anyone have any questions? You can uh, throw them up there in the chat box, or the line is open here on the app and, of course, on the Pulse phone. If you have any questions, you're more than welcome to throw them out there for Kevin. Looking Really looking forward to doing some fishing this spring and summer. Um,
2: yeah. Excited I actually, about that. I just found out that our Midnight Sun Flycasters group has, I think, 10 fly rods they use for like instruction for the kids' camp and stuff, so I can probably bring those okay. down for folks that want to, to try that this summer. We might ask that if you borrow one of our, our fly rods that you you know, maybe pay for a membership, it's 25 bucks or something, but you know, that's not a, that would be just a, you know, ask for a donation, but uh, I could bring those down for people that don't necessarily want to pull the trigger on buying a, a fly rod yet, but just want to okay. kind of try it out. So that's kind of cool that we have some of those fly rods it, for,
1: it's funny you know, that to say that, you know, when you we know. talked in the past about fly fishing, the, a lot of us are sitting on poles that have never been used. <laughs> so it's gonna be kind of cool to dig those out and blow the dust off of them Uh, definitely (laughs) all right do we have any questions out there like i said you're welcome to throw some questions out there for kevin it doesn't just have to be about she fish it could be anything that we've talked about in the past of course absolutely and um yeah you're gonna try and uh and uh get down here this saturday is that what you said
2: yeah. So I think maybe I'll shoot to arrive around uh, 10 a.m. or so and, and check out that pond near the railroad tracks. And if people okay. want to join me there, we can um, coordinate to meet. I don't want to, you know, if people are social distancing, I don't want to intrude or anything, but I think that's far enough away from the town that people who want to um, show up there and hang out can and are welcome to and drill a few holes, yep. do a little fishing and and maybe get the drone down there. The ice is starting to get so thick that my ice saw is, you know, barely cutting it now, but um right. try to get it down in there. So.
1: Okay. That sounds good. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe we yeah. can get some good photos down there and see, uh, see
2: what we got going in there. All yeah, for sure. It might be uh, you know, with the cold, well, it's supposed to, it looks like it might warm up a little bit on Saturday. So it might be not be too bearable, but I'll bring a little ice shelter and, and uh, propane heater too, and, and probably hit up the the clear sky lodge afterwards. Of course. So. Yeah.
1: All right. Sounds good. Let me see here. Someone just threw out something here. All right. Looks like Robin's interested in that. I know I'm going to be interested in that. Blow the dust off the sled at least. <laughs> it's only been out a couple times this year. I don't know. I've been kind of lazy this year, and it's uh, the side-by-side's been coming out more and more. Um, it's kind of nice having a having a heater, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, and everything's been so packed down recently that you might as well just drive around with the side by side.
1: Exactly. All right. Someone just threw something out here on the side. You got any good fish jokes? Someone wants to hear some fish jokes. Come on, you being a fish guy.
2: <laughs> I actually, my friend sent me a corny one last night. He said, um, "Where do fish keep their money?" <laughs> where? The riverbank.
1: The, the riverbank. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here comes one. What kind of music should you listen to while fishing? <laughs> <laughs> Something catchy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. There's one for you.
2: <laughs> Some good dad jokes there.
1: Yeah. Why didn't Noah do much fishing on the ark? He had only two worms. <laughs> All right, you guys are killing me here. Uh, (laughs) Oh no, they got more. Oh, geez. (laughs) Oh, God. Why do fish swim in schools? (laughs) Because they can't walk. Oh, God.
3: (laughs) All right, you guys
1: are killing me out there. welcome to fish talk <laughs> yeah perfect. all right maybe i'm just laughing at myself but those are pretty bad <laughs> anyone so got bad any good? good yeah so bad they're good <laughs> okay that was even worse how do you communicate with a fish <laughs> you drop it a line <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> uh. oh wow Wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the pulse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was even worse. Why did the fish cross the road? Because it was hooked. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, you guys are killing me. I can't look at it anymore. <laughs>
2: Cut them off. <laughs>
1: Cut, them off. <laughs> Cut them off. Cut them off. Quick. <laughs> All right. Anyone got a good fish jokes out there? They want to throw. <laughs> <I don't mind. laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, sounds like uh, we'll definitely uh, get together this Saturday. What's our weather supposed to be like Saturday? Did anyone take a look at that?
2: It says zero, zero degrees, 70% chance of snow for you guys. Oh, so we're, we're uh, shorts and flip-flops. We're good. But it's supposed to be negative 30 the night before. So I'm, I'm kind of doubting it'll actually get up to zero. We'll see.
1: <laughs> right. Not till about eight o'clock at night. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> okay. I'm still, right. they're still throwing them
2: out. They're still uh, coming in. Oh, no. They're still coming <laughs> well, in. For the thing on Saturday, I might um, just put up an event on the Pulse page. Looks like I'm able to do that, and then
1: I um, did, you know, that that way.
2: That yeah, that way people can um, see it, and if anybody wants to join, and maybe I'll you know I can throw uh, um, updates on there when I arrive, that sort of thing. So, and I'll probably text you as well, Brent, when I um, you know head down. But yeah, that should be fun.
1: Brett, John, you know, Brent, Brett. It's me. <laughs> Did I say Brad? You called me Brent. It's because Brad's right. out there too. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's uh, everyone's getting some. By the way, the 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 uh, everyone's starting to get some call signs for the show. They're changing them around here and uh, <laughs> starting to get some pretty funny ones out there. Yes, I know who <laughs> Nightmare. That was <laughs> that one's killing me. I love it. <laughs> i I mean i know who's on there but you know i'm sure a few of them else do but it's uh, a (laughs) (laughs) n-i-g-h-t-m-a-y-o-r yeah you gave me a smile tonight i appreciate that thank you
2: (laughs) i think robin could use a nice catchy um you know right Handle or whoever PBG seven DF seven six one. Yeah,
1: that one. That one needs a new one. That one needs a new one. Need to need to update that one so we know. You know we've got some. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I got the thumbs up. <laughs> okay. Oh guy. Wow. Oh, all right. It's gonna be a good night. I can tell already. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin. I appreciate you calling in and uh, giving us fish talk tonight and uh, look forward to, you know, if you guys want to, I I just took a look at those pictures that you put up on there uh, for the she fish, man, them things are amazing. That, that one you got on the, uh, on the kayak there that's sitting there. The, the one that you're holding crosswise, how big was that fish?
2: That's probably a little over 10 pounds, I'm guessing. It looks bigger than that. That thing's amazing. Yeah, maybe it's a little bigger. I don't know. I'm not a very good judge of fish weight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, <God. laughs>
2: that schooling did well, didn't
1: it? <laughs> I'm going to poke at you tonight. I can. Uh, we can afford to do that every now and then.
2: <laughs> well, you know, they say that anglers always overestimate their catch. So with that in mind, I always underestimate mine. It feels like right. trying to I mean, compensate for that stereotype.
1: Yep. I remember my grandfather used to say, the man with the biggest fish only has one arm. It's big. <laughs> 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 all righty kevin well thank you sir for doing fish talk tonight and uh like i said everyone listening out there we're going to do a get together on saturday and um head out there to round pond and drill and drop the drone in and see what we can find out there and yeah. uh I'm looking forward to see if there's anything moving around out there. Like I said, in the past, I've seen some stuff moving around out there, but, uh, you know, fish-wise, but it's usually pretty quick and, you know, zooms by pretty quick. Um, do have plenty of beavers out there, I can tell you that much. But
2: uh, Cool, yeah. Well, hopefully we'll find something. If nothing else, it'll be a nice drive for me and yeah. a good way to get out of town for a little bit. Sounds good. All right,
1: Kevin. Thank you again for calling in tonight. Uh, let's give it one more shot here. Anyone have any questions? you're welcome to post them up there you're also welcome to call in. um I don't think he's scared, and I'm not scared. <laughs> we'll do it do
2: it when we can you know I'm just scared of more of those fish jokes
1: <laughs> tell. Me those <laughs> are bad. I'm not even gonna say who was texting those to me but <laughs> obviously uh wow i almost snorted <laughs> that's bad <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah we'll we'll ditch the, <laughs> We'll. uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's uh <laughs> uh too much yeah well
2: cool well well thanks for having me on yeah, and i, I <laughs>
1: definitely i'm like I, 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 I making sure that she told me it was no. not me <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gonna run from this session i can tell you that much
2: <laughs> no Sounds like she's protesting I, I a little it, too much there
1: yeah exactly i will not say <laughs> who was sending me those jokes but they yeah i hope it made you guys laugh a little bit and i know it did yeah yeah that, was, as pretty as they that were. was pretty good <laughs> and guess what we probably won't even remember them and you being a fish guy you <laughs> should remember those, <laughs> those
2: i'm just bad with people. jokes i never remember any i'm not no. I, I always envy those people that can just spout jokes at a party or something it's just not me
1: right <laughs> too much too much all righty
2: Oh All right. Well, God. thanks for having me on Brent, uh, Brett. I don't <laughs> Thank Brent <again>.
1: you.
3: <laughs>
2: thanks for having me on Brett. And uh, like I said, I'll probably be busy the next couple weeks, but then um, we'll definitely resume fish talk at some point. If you guys will have me maybe talk about chum salmon, which you guys have a lot of in your area. So that'd be a good one to hit.
1: Well, we got plenty of those, even, even this last year when things, uh, you know, like we've talked about before on the show, how, you know, slow they were this year. We didn't see a whole lot of them. But there, there was still quite a few out there. I'm looking forward to that, that next run where we get them so thick again that you can walk across the water because that's just amazing. And I love sitting out on the corner, out on the slough over there, just watching the eagles and everything else. You know, it's, it's a blast. Part of oh, the fun yeah. we have here in Anderson.
2: Yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully this next year will be a little better run. They are actually, I mean, it's looking up down on the Susitna, but I don't know how that might translate over to Yukon River fish. But it sounds like there'll be a pretty good year for salmon this year on the Susitna, which is good.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right, Kevin. Thank you again. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, thanks a
2: lot, Brett. It's always a pleasure. And uh, to everybody in Anderson, the good folks there, have a great weekend. Maybe I'll see you on Saturday.
1: Definitely. Um, I'm sure you'll see me. I'll be the Uh, one dressed up like a mummy. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, thanks again, Kevin. Looking forward to seeing you this Saturday. And uh, we'll get out there to the pond and get some drone shots. I'm looking forward to getting to see what you get, you know, what kind of shots we get under there. Even if we don't see anything, I'd kind of like to see how the, you know, how the terrain is under there. So, Absolutely. Yeah you definitely getting some shout-outs, Miss Eileen, throughout. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it, as always. My pleasure. I will let you go. Thank you very much. All
2: right. Have a great evening, guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. All
1: righty. For everyone, that was Mr. Kevin Fraley, our uh, fish guy. A lot of fun when he comes on. I, you know, I enjoy learning that kind of stuff and uh you know what it's gonna be a lot of fun this summer i'm uh really 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 looking forward to it uh to getting some fishing in right here and um also i got you know everyone's uh i got uh grandkids coming up and um also uh some of my other family members will be up and looking forward to getting some fishing in uh I I know a lot of you are. Like I said, I'm not the biggest freshwater fisher. Fisher. Boy, I'm sounding good tonight. And uh it uh I've always been someone that has uh fished in deep sea. And uh you know, I, I've gotten my little bit, of course, growing up on a lake, gotten a little bit of freshwater fishing in but not a whole bunch. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to getting the experience and, uh, having some fun doing it once again. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. Uh, you got some shout outs from some people on there and, uh, uh, just a reminder. Like I said, we're going to try and get together this Saturday. Um, well, I know Kevin's going to be up here and I'm going to definitely go out. You guys are welcome to come out with us and, uh, (laughs) <laughs> leave it to you Brad. appreciate it i fish mostly at fred's seafood counter right oh <laughs> uh, yeah you never know that may change uh, fish and wildlife and you know look where we live why not <laughs> we'll definitely get some pictures and uh see what's in there But I'm looking forward to it. A lot of things going to happen this summer here in uh, good old downtown Anderson. We got some things happening. Going to bring some things back and uh, put a lot of smiles on people's faces here. Want to try and get together. You know, of course, we have a lot of things moving right now for the kids here in Anderson. We're trying to move towards that, of course, with COVID and everything else. You know, we want to. Definitely, um, try and give them an outlet, you know, um, it was good enough, uh, yesterday, uh, coming home. I did see some kids out playing in the snow and they were, uh, you know, over there in the trails. Um, I can see them out there sledding, uh, hitting, uh, hitting the little downhills over there. So we definitely got some snow, uh, which was a good thing. I thought we were running a little shy this year of it. Uh, you know, you think about it. We're in February already. We're, this winter is moving quick. You know, it's definitely moving quick. Now, I don't know about you guys, but uh, Punxsutawney Phil, I think he may be full of it at times. Um, I happened to see it and uh, I just kind of got a laugh out of it because they put it on the news that uh, – You know, he definitely saw a shadow six more weeks. It was a cloudy day. There was no shadows to be seen. But, hey, you never know. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you guys didn't watch Punxsutawney, but I did. I thought it was kind of funny. All righty. So, let's see. Other things to talk about tonight is uh, also wanted to get out there uh, – Just a reminder, remember our small business out there, it's taking a pretty good hit right now. Um, I have talked to a few people that are owners here for our small businesses, both in Healy and in Inanna, and they are seeing a little bit of an uptick to help things out. And also, you know, the... um, the help that they're getting, uh, the government help for the, for the small businesses hasn't been exactly as streamlined as they said it would. Um, they went through the first one and the second one, um, was supposed to be streamlined and work a little better. I have heard that it is taking them quite a while to get things through. And, uh, even though it is there, um, you know, uh, it's taken a while. And some of them are, you know, taking a hard hit right now, as we've talked about before. Anything you can do for small business out there, you know, that you can work around uh, the big box, so to speak, and help out uh, the little people, definitely do it, you know. We work hard here in Alaska. Um, we want to try and keep everything we got. You know, we we talk about... uh we've talked about it in the past here. We've had some rough times go through, but one thing we got to remember still is definitely there. We have all had blessings this year, whether them be small or anything in between, not everything is bad out there. Um, Think about it. A day waking up in Alaska is a lot better than, you know, anything out there that I can think of. We do have blessings. We got some great people here. We got great neighbors. Um, everyone's always willing to lend a hand. We've seen that just in our community effort, just on our first go around right now. And, uh, you know, just really, really looking forward to uh, making some things happen. <coughs> Excuse me, missed my cough button there. All righty, I'm going to go ahead and open the floor up tonight. Uh, We've been having a lot of fun doing that lately. I'm going to go ahead and open the lines up, and you're welcome to give a call in. We can just talk about anything that's on your mind tonight. Um, You know, there's been a lot of things. uh, Of course, Sunday night, we had a great night. Uh, It seems like we've been throwing out uh, trivia nights on Sunday, which has been a lot of fun. And uh, definitely do that. And our current champion right now is Miss uh, Queen Eileen. So if you'd like to take a shot at beating her on trivia, look for that this Sunday. Sunday's show is going to be at 6 p.m. And uh, definitely looking forward to that. All right. (laughs) It's too cold to think. (laughs) Thinking hurts, too. It definitely hurts. Looks like we did have a few more guests join in. Hey, that's another thing I wanted to bring out. Um, The show has been uh, getting spread quite well lately. Uh, The downloads are incredible during the day. Um, We have a lot of Pulse listeners out there. And we actually gained a few more, which was amazing. Um, I wanted to throw this out. I'm going to give them some shout-outs here. We've got some people in Ireland that are downloading our show. Um, Of course, the time difference, it's got to be early, early morning out there. So we have Ireland uh, watching or listening to the show. We now have uh, uh, India. And of course, if you were on with us on uh, Tuesday's night show, we had a gentleman from South Africa call in, was just amazing to talk to and hear what was going on over there. Hey, shout out. There you go, Ali. Ali from uh, South Africa is on with us tonight. I was just giving you a shout out. And uh, also, uh, we've had some more from uh, from Hong Kong. Um, yes, you're more than welcome to call in. Uh, I'm sure everyone would enjoy hearing from you. All right, Ali, go ahead and uh, lines are open right now. You're welcome to call in on the app and let's get you on here. All righty, Ali, you're live on the air.
4: Hey, hey,
1: hey, good morning, good evening, good day. How are you? <laughs> doing well, my yes. friend, doing well. Let's see, it's <laughs> 7.30 there, so it's what, 6.30 in the morning there, right now?
4: Yeah, yeah, actually, it's 6.32, and it's raining, my friend. It's raining. But
1: you're still getting all that rain coming down, huh?
4: Oh, there's a lot of rain this side, and the other part actually of South Africa, it's raining nonstop, it's flooding, you know, the rescue team, they're trying to level best, you know, to assist where possible, the likes of the other yeah. parts of Puma, like, you know, houses houses are going yeah. down, other people have been trapped inside the house, and I can tell you that it's, it's scary, it's scary.
1: Oh, wow. It's wow. scary. I, uh, I know there's a lot of people on that. Um, matter of fact, after, after you left the show the other night, I did receive some, uh, some messages uh, from people here that uh, definitely are praying for you guys out there. You guys are going through some rough, rough times right now, you know, with COVID and now there are rains and floods and everything else. Uh, we just pray that you and, uh, of course, your family and friends are, are safe right now. Hey, it hasn't stopped raining for how long? Four days there? now? Sure. Is it the fourth day? No.
4: I can say it's, it's more than twenty days. It's more than twenty days. Oh wow! Since since we heard about the the cyclone Elise, you know, things started to change this side. Yeah. We, you can even see the you can even see you know the rivers. You know, we have those rivers which actually you know they yeah. actually have water like seasonal. but as we speak they're just, you know, flowing each and every day. Uh
1: wow. Yeah, That's incredible.
4: The worry thing, the worry thing is that we are really worried about, you know, the other provinces where we know for sure that um, they are really rural and, we know, it's it's quite, it doesn't mean the state is not trying by, you know, helping them. They, they are trying, but, you know, they are limited resources designed. Our government cannot be able to Assist everyone. the The resources are limited, and right. there was a scheme. There was a scheme which was implemented by the state, where mm-hmm. they help people who are unemployed by giving them three hundred and fifty rent, But that's small. If you convert it into the US dollar, you can see that that's very small. It's, it's very very yeah. small. So, um, that scheme actually came to an end. So people are stranded, and I can tell you that. Those people are in the transport industry. They are starting to retrench people because there's no there's, there's no more business. So the right. high number of un, the high number of un, unemployment level is going
1: high. And yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah, it's going wow. high. And
4: people are getting scared that uh, possibilities of schools not opening next week. It's high because of um. Two days ago in South Africa, they just opened the sale of alcohol. It's almost three to it's almost three to two months, while alcohol was prohibited. I say, so people wow. are going to buy alcohol like nobody's business.
1: Hmm. Have they started vaccinations there yet? I know that you had yeah. said that there was the first uh, uh, load coming in there for your vaccinations.
4: Yeah, actually, yesterday we had about the. A rollout plan and they were taking it out. Probably what happened is that they received the vaccine. Now they are, you know, I can say on quarantine, quarantining right. the vaccines and also um, checking the efficacy of the vaccine, also. And uh, yeah. how can the vaccine, you know, act another stuff if all it's in order? And then starting from the 15, I can say from the 15, 14 of February, that's when they're gonna start, you know, doing the rollout because there are places which have been identified as places where they can store them for these but right. hey, people are still uncertain whether they can take them
1: or not. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you've called in and I'm glad you're safe and I hope your family's safe as well. And, uh, you know, uh, prayers for all of you out there and, um, uh, you guys have got it rough, you know, and that's what, uh, Oh, okay. Definitely. I will, uh, I will make sure and get that here. I just saw you put that up there, Ali. And I will do that and I will hang on to it here and add it to my notes.
4: Yeah, you should, you should edit it your note, but, um, we hope things will change this side because the there was actually an investment summit which was sitting uh-huh. in here, which was sitting in yesterday. It's called no. it's called Indama Mining. Like, like, there was, a, there, was a, there was about twenty billion rand um, which was supposed to be invested into mining. It right. was held, back, it was held, but the investors decided to hold the money saying that some of the decisions which the state is taking in terms of, you know, allowing people to mine, you know, the process right. takes too long and uh, they were not certain whether they should start investing in South Africa. And imagine the $20 then it's, it's a lot and it can assist in terms of alleviating poverty and, you know, bringing down the right. number of unemployment. So imagine, in terms of $20 billion, that's a lot.
1: Wow, I guess. Um, yeah, big time. Are you on your way to work right now? Is that where you're heading? Yeah,
4: yeah. 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 I'm, on a t- I'm on a taxi now.
1: Yeah, uh, okay. You're in a taxi in South Africa. Look at Yay. how technology, look at this technology we have right now. Six. Uh, <laughs> let's see here, <laughs> almost 6.40 in the morning there, you're on your way to work. And, uh,
3: yep.
1: well, you have a wonderful day out there okay and definitely stay safe okay thank
4: you just get along on the email
1: yes um thank you very much for calling in all right right. thank you all right thanks ollie all right for everyone uh that is one of our new listeners that's uh way across the pond um uh, that is Ali. He's in South Africa. We had him on the other night. And, you know, kind of we don't think about these things. Um, you know, we we do talk about, uh, you know, how this thing hits us. Of course, the impact that we're having right now with COVID here. And, you know, no one has escaped this anywhere in the world right now. And, of course, there's, there's a lot of people that are... Uh, you know making headway and um i'm glad i'm i'm just glad that uh you know we have a chance to talk to uh people like him and it looks like also uh you know and uh definitely prayers for you and your family there as to all of us here in Alaska that are going through you know such uh bad times right now okay looks like uh, a couple more people just jumped on here uh, let's see here. I'll give a shout out to you. It looks like captain Jimmy's on and, uh, Jimmy's down from South Texas that likes to call in every now and then. And, uh, appreciate, uh, you know, that, that just kind of hits home out there. You know, uh, uh, like I said, we're not alone in this. It's happening all over the world right now. All righty. Oh no, no more fish jokes. Someone just sent me a text message. Can we can you put out some more fish jokes? <laughs> no, I think I'm kind of done with the fish jokes tonight. <laughs> All righty. So the other thing that is uh we do have some things happening. Of course, we're into February right now. Um we do have uh, you know, of course, our our pastime here in Alaska is mushing. We do have some races coming up. Um, None of those have been canceled. Of course, some of them have been shortened, uh, you know, due to not being able to cross uh, Canadian border right now. I did see something today that came out. This is going to have quite an impact on us this year. Um, Canada did put out today that uh, they will be refusing um, ships coming in for uh, basically cruise lines. Now, how that's gonna affect us, I don't know, you know, if they're still, if we're still going to, of course they've they've pushed them out till, I believe it was March or April for here in Alaska for cruise ships, that's, that's as of right now. Uh, but with them cutting off kind of the hit to, um, you know, usually they touch in Canada, before they uh, move this way towards Alaska, you know, I'm sure they're working on something. I know for a fact that uh, we're trying to get um, getting things rolling here in Alaska again and try and get uh, things open. I know I've seen quite a bit of job openings hit in Denali. They've been posted on the web quite a bit. And of course, the boardwalk, everything up there—you know—they're—they're going to try and get rolling this year once again. So we do got—you know—we do have uh, some things happening that's going to bring back, uh, you know, start getting our economy rolling again here in Alaska, which we depend on. And of course, small business depends on it quite a bit too. Uh, Let's see, Kevin. Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, Summit Quest 300 starts from Two Rivers next Saturday, the 13th, and runs to Circle and Back. That's the one that uh, they shortened up, correct, Kevin? Wasn't it usually the Summit Quest 800 or something like that that crosses the border? Um, I actually don't remember that one very well. Um, I do know that. Yep. Usually the Yukon Quest, that is correct. That's the one that I remember. All right. All righty. Yeah, was 1,000 miles, the Yukon Quest, 1,000 miles. So it's been shortened up to 300 this year. And also the Iditarod is still going to happen this year. And they did change the route. Um, Of course, they're they're still going to finish off in Nome from what I've seen. And uh, they'll uh, they'll be doing, uh, you know. Of course, they're they're not letting a whole lot of people come in there. I think most of it's going to be press that sort of thing. And um, they'll be, uh, you know, like I said, they're they're cutting down people at the finish, and even at the start, I believe this year. A um, lot of things changing right now, but they're still moving forward with them. All right. Oh yeah, it looks like oh you guys will both be up there at Circle for Saturday and Sunday. Great. Okay, get some pictures for us. Uh, throw them up on the Pulse page. Uh-huh. Let's see. The Iditarod actually turns around part way through and doesn't go. Put the oh wow. Okay, so they did change it. I haven't had a chance to look at the map, so I'll have to take a look at that. All righty, I'm actually going to uh, uh, kind of cut this short tonight. I haven't been uh, feeling the hottest today. I'm a little wore out. Um, We are going to have another show on Sunday coming up. I want to give a shout out, of course, to Mr. Fraley for giving a call in tonight. And also for all of you that are on uh, right now, and of course, in the community stuff. I'll be uh, getting a hold of you with some upcoming events that uh, we got to get to throw out there. All righty, so for tonight, I'm going to go ahead and wind this thing down. And uh, I do got a tune for you guys on the way out. And look forward to talking to you guys on Sunday. Sunday show will be at 6 p.m., Thank you for all that have joined tonight. Um, see some new uh, new people out there. Look for us. Of course, our shows are Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. And Sundays at 6 p.m. Yep, definitely, Kevin. Let's rock this thing this Saturday and get some pictures. And uh, yes, definitely. Thank you, Nightmare. I appreciate you joining tonight. And, of course, definitely everything you do for us here. All righty. With that, I'm going to send this one off. And this is Denali Burrow, Brett. And I am signing off. Have a great night and a great week. Rest of your week. And look forward to seeing you guys on Saturday at Round Pond. Have a good one. And I'll send you off with a tune. Thanks again, everyone, for supporting The Pulse. (laughs)
0: I'm <laughs>